0: Welcome everyone to Tamrielic Adventures, a show bringing you information from all across the far reaches of Tamriel. I am your host, Eric Ursulior. You may know me from the Nintendo Podcast, where we go through the latest Nintendo news and then talk about a character or series. But today on this show, we are going to be talking about Blackreach. So we're getting close to the official, well, at least the PC release of. More So we've got, I think, one episode left before the end of that. So after that, like I said, I'll probably start going into the individual races. But um, yeah, today we're going to be talking about Blackreach. But before we get to that, we've got a couple of bits of news. So Blades is officially out on the Nintendo Switch. I think what they wanted to do was just wait until it came out of early access before that happened, because they said, as far back as the fall, that it was going to be on the switch, and it just hadn't happened. We'd been waiting and waiting and waiting, and uh, now it's finally here. So I have played a little bit. It is quite fun. I I did the Wizards Challenge. The Wizards, yeah, the Wizards Challenge, where you just got to go through and find, you know, twelve hidden rooms, and I went all the way down one path, and then I got stuck because that was the end of the line. I'm like, okay, I've got like six more. Where are the rest of them? So you had to go all the way back to this start. And it took me a minute to figure out how to do you know, attack combos, but I figured that out. So I'm good. It was fun, and I'm going to keep playing it. You know, I know people dump on it quite a bit, but hey, like I said, you'd rather not have a elder scrolls game on mobile so it's (laughs) other than you know you know was it like back in 2004 or 5 there were the elder scrolls travels games i never got to play those apparently somebody recently has i'd like to know how that's possible but um i did play the mobile version of oblivion back in the day so It's been a while. Mobile games have come a heck of a long way since then. Um, Another bit of news is that there is, you know, Bethesda started the Bethesda at Home campaign to help global communities and you know, people in their area just do their part with the COVID-19 pandemic. So they are donating a total of a million dollars. 500 Thousand is going to direct relief. You know, two hundred fifty thousand is going to UNICEF, and two hundred fifty thousand is going to be donated to the local communities that they are located in, such as Texas and Maryland. So good on you guys. You know, I'm. This is one of the reasons why I love Bethesda. And as I after the. You know, the rant, I guess you'd say, I went on last week. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to look at comments anymore. I don't need that sort of negativity in my life. But I guess Vendertron from We Just Love Games, you know, with shows such as Game Stack and that Fallout show, has not... Dedicated himself to not looking at comments and he was looking at some of the comments on this specific post and it's 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 disgusting people were saying things like no why would you donate a million dollars to charity and not put that money towards Elder Scrolls 6 or no why are you putting that money towards charity instead of making Fallout 76 a good game or There's another one about Doom Eternal, and that's just disgusting. I don't understand people's mentality sometimes. We're all in the middle of an epic pandemic, and you're worried about your damn video games. I mean, come on, guys. Like These people are doing something to benefit their community. You know, helping people who are struggling, you know, who may have lost their jobs, may be kicked out of their house, you know, and you're worried about video games. Like, come on. So I I just, like I said, I don't understand people's mentality sometimes. And I applaud Bethesda for doing this. They don't need to do it. They're doing it. Out of their own goodwill. So props to you, Bethesda. Another bit of news come is actually about Elder Scrolls Online, and it is that they are going to be revamping their vampire skill line. Come, you know, in anticipation for Graymore. So they are going to like you can actually go feed on NPCs now that you're not in combat with. So, which hasn't really that that wasn't a thing before. Um, the more you feed, the more your powers grow. Which that was kind of a thing, but the way it worked, like you you get a, a active ability at least right now where you can feed on people in battle. But you couldn't really just go up and sink your fangs into somebody. Like, you, you basically you drain them while you're in battle and it regains a little bit of your health. But this, you can actually just go and feed on NPCs. Like, you could in other Elder Scrolls games, like Oblivion, where you can just go feed on it some beggar that's sleeping. Or in Skyrim, you can just walk up to some, one of your companions who is sleeping and feed on them. Um... But yeah, the more you do that, the more your powers grow. And so, um, with that, though, they're going to be reworking the negative effects, which that really, there wasn't really any negative effects that I noticed um, other than heightened, you know, heightened flame damage. So. I guess what they're going to do is a, there's a reduction in health recovery. There's going to be increased damage from flame attacks and increased cost for non-vampiric abilities. Which, yeah, that's that's going to be that's going to be fun. So if my character starts using you know a bow active ability, I guess that's going to increase the stamina usage for that. So, but still. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting to see how they incorporate all this, I guess, to go and feed on somebody. It's going to be kind of like going up and using the Blade of Woe on somebody where you just sneak up on somebody and when you're hidden, you hit Y and A on your controller or whatever it is for mouse and keyboard and you will drain them. So I'm excited to see this. That actually might be getting incorporated today because there was the system was down for maintenance so we'll see um as far as other gameplay like i said i was playing blades i have been i i haven't been playing quite as much eso because uh disclosure i am back at work now so full time so i'm gonna still be playing probably a little bit every week But it's not going to be hours a day like it was before. Like, I'm not going to be finishing big storylines in a few days. So, but I'm still going to be playing, actually, my co-host with Nintendo Durka. He has been a part of Extra Life this year, and we played some this past Saturday. We played for three hours. We were doing some of the early elsewhere storyline quests where we go and meet Abner Tharn we go and deal with a dragon attack. We go and like find paperwork and a mass horde of zombies, and then we get threatened by a dragon. So uh, that was fun. Um, you get to see Cadwell again. He's a big part of this storyline. You find out about his history. No spoilers. So if you haven't played the Greymo- or the uh, Elsewhere storyline, it is a lot of fun. So definitely. Get on that. Uh, and Unless you're waiting on then and, and you've pre-ordered Greymore, like I have. That's the big reason why I haven't started any big storylines with my characters. I'm still, with my Altmer character, I'm still working on the Edinhard Pack quests. But I haven't been doing a whole lot. My Dunmer character, I'm just kind of doing random quests here and there to... Because I don't want to get into a big storyline and then have to stop because Greymore. But that's about it for my gameplay. Let's take a short break and then get into Blackreach. See you on the other side. Right, adventurers welcome back to the show now let's get into black reach so black reach is an immense cavern that was basically a huge Dwemer city and in the Dwimmer tongue it is called fouls Din, which translates to blackest kingdom reaches so it reached from the pale all the way to the winter hold and possibly as Far expanding as The entire nine holds of Skyrim And it's filled with Many glowing rush- mushrooms Which provide the light And it's also rich in minerals Such as rare geodes And it, there's a subterranean river that goes through it So It once served as an underground Highway connecting to several other Major Dwemer cities And the Following the disappearance of the Dwimmer, it became home to many dangerous creatures such as Giants, Frost Trolls, Charas, Falmer, Wismothers, and also a dragon, believe it or not. And it's also the only place where you can find Crimson nurnroot. Root. So, as I said, it was construct- constructed by the Dwimmer, and they built many great lifts to provide quick transport to the surface. One of them, called Urghonth or Urghon—I can't pronounce this word. Urghonth. It may have had an entrance, but as of the events of Skyrim in Fourth Era Two Hundred One, it was no longer accessible. So, they—what the Dwemer did was they farmed mushrooms in the damp environment, and it also. There's a place called the Tower of Mizarc, Mizarc um, that had a device that used to transfer the knowledge of an Elder Scroll onto the lexicon, which we'll talk about that later. And it also, as I said, acted as the lair of the dragon Fulthrall. In the first era, the Dwimmer took in the Snow Elves, as I mentioned during the Fall of the Snow Prince episode and fed them the fungi that grew in the caverns, which is what led to them being blind and crazy. So, and then, as I said, the, the they were made slaves, the Falmer were made slaves, and then they rebelled, rebelled eventually. There was a war between the Dwemer and the Falmer, as I said. But then the Dwemer disappeared, which nobody really knows what happened. It's been up for debate For a long time In our world But the Falmer came to Inhabit the abandoned halls Of their former masters And then they tamed the Charis Which those things <laughs> If you played Skyrim you, you know all about those things They spit at you And all that But um, Yeah they just they're like, You know what this is our place now But most of the cavern by the time of the last dragonborn it's still mainly unknown and uncharted territory and there are some texts about it Uh, there's an adventurer named obeth arneson who he was the first person to report it discovered black reach after the disappearance of the dwemer during the Second Era, um, during the time of the Three Banners War, also known as the Alliance War, he fell down a shaft and ended up in Blackreach. He managed to find a Charis and ate it, but in the process, he unknowingly consumed a Soul Gem and gained the innate ability to tinker with machine- machinery, fixing one of the Great Lifts and leaving the ruins. And the Ice Reach Coven would later use the Black Reach to experiment on unknowing or unwilling test subjects. What they did was they lured him with flyers to the Grinning Horker Inn. This plot was eventually thwarted by King Joran, by agents of King Joran. And if you've played ESO, you know who King Joran is. So, and, and there wasn't really much about black reach that was said until fourth era 58 the master alchemist Cindarian arrived in black reach to study the crimson nirn and if you've played oblivion you know all about Cindarian he sends you on this seemingly never-ending quest to gather huge amounts of the normal variation of nirn yeah, you find one nirn root in oblivion and it sends you on a quest to find cindarian in skingrad so you go meet cindarian in the basement of this inn and he just sends you on earth it was either an inn or in a tavern i think it was tech i think it was technically an inn but he sends you on this never-ending quest to gather mount more and more nirn roots so he can Brew up these great potions for you. But eventually he was sent to Blackreach by Obith to find this strange variation of Nernroot that's crimson. And so he sets up shop in this abandoned Dwemer house and just researched, you know, uses his master alchemy skills to research the crimson nirn root because as i said black reach is the only place where you can find it but he also um yeah the the nirn root is found exclusively in black reach where it grows symbiotically with the caverns mushrooms so the mushrooms are what make it red but unfortunately, he was eventually murdered by one of the still functioning Dwemer constructs. So yeah it's sad. You go you reach Black Reach and then you see this little shack pretty close and you go in there and you find his skeleton and it's got an arrow sticking in it. So sad end for a brilliant man. In the time of the Dragonborn, this is the last little bit of information about Blackreach. It talks about Septimus Cygnus, who is this crazy guy. There's a whole quest about him and Hermeus Mora. But he sends you to Blackreach to find the Elder Scroll. And the Dragonborn also, as I said, finds Sindarian's remains. But that triggers a quest where you basically complete his research. You go and find more and more Crimson Nurnroot, And as I said earlier, you use a Thum to awaken the Dragon fulthrill. So, and that leads to a pretty epic boss battle. So that's about it for Black Reach, And I want to give out another shout out to The Hive. Thank you for sponsoring this show. If you would like, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter at 10, yeah, sorry. You would think I would be used to this by now. Twitter at TamrielicP, Instagram at Tamriel Adventures. And you can send me an email if you'd like at Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find me in game at the PC North America server at eegold. I'm still looking for people who would like to join my guild for the hive. So if you'd like, you can drop me a line. I'm not quite far enough in the vampire skill line to be able to turn anybody. But um, if you'd like, I'll let you know when I'm far enough along to have the ability to do that. And the next round of crowns I get in June, I'm going to make my Altmer a werewolf. So I'm going to have a vampire and a werewolf. That'll be quite fun, I believe. They haven't said anything about revamping the werewolf uh, skill line. So we'll see what happens with that. If you'd like to support this show, um, you I don't really have a way to do that monetarily. Uh, let me know if that's something you're interested in and maybe I'll set up a Patreon and get some different tiers going with that. Um, I don't think this show is far enough along to really to do that, but if that's something you're interested in, let me know. Maybe one of the tiers can be that you can join me for an episode and we can just discuss a topic of your choosing. <clears throat> if you do have anything you would like me to discuss or, uh, go through, let me know. After the release of Graymore, I'll probably get into the different races. Um, we'll see how much my, how much time I have between this and Nintendo. So, I may have to cut back to every other week. We'll see. It just depends. I think I started this show right before quarantine started. But, um... A way you can support this show, as always, uh, non-monetarily, is just getting the word out. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell the, the stranger that you see walking their dog. Um, another way is leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps more than you guys know. It helps us uh, show up in the search feeds um, faster. Uh, the suggestions of the search feed and if you leave a review uh with some text on apple podcast i will read it out on the show so that's about it for this week next week as i said um i think i'm going to do one more episode in the skyrim uh, related lore And that is going to be the Vampire Lords. So as you've probably seen in the trailers, Vampire Lords are going to be a huge part of the Greymoor storyline. They showed Vampire Lords in both of them. So we'll see if it's Harkon. I'm not going to really get into anything right now. But they have a long... History with a specific Daedric prince that's a huge part of ESO. So, that is about it for this week. So, as always, stay safe, adventurers.